Hey friends, welcome to One Little Coder podcast. This is your host Abdul Majid. In this podcast, I talk to open source developers, community organizers, and content creators to understand how they do what they do, so that we all can get inspired. In this episode, we are talking to Leah Thomas, developer of one of the popular uh, open source libraries called uh, Postwoman. And uh, welcome, Leah, for the show. Uh, could you please introduce yourself? Let us know what you do as part of your full-time job and your open source project. Yeah, sure, Majid. Thanks for the call. Uh, my name is Leah Thomas. I'm a full stack developer by me, Coffee.co. I also author and maintain a couple of open source projects such as Postwoman, Minimal, and Colorbook. I'm 21 years old and I'm from India. Okay. If I go through your portfolio, you've got actually a lot of uh, open source projects that uh, someone for your age, it is, um, I mean, like I'm mesmerized to see that many open source projects. Could you please let us know about your uh, programming journey? How did you get started with? Yeah, sure. I started programming when I was seven years old. So I really built up, started from making small projects that would ease up my workflow. And it's been around six years since I've started contributing to open source projects. Pretty much a long time and I do have a lot of projects. And how did you even get to know that there is something called open source exists? Because a lot of uh, um, people in India, if you actually see, they don't know anything about open source. And how how did you get yeah. to know about it? Well, that's a, that's a correct question. Because for me, I started programming just because in my school, there were a function that allowed students to work on a project that would uh, ultimately or eventually become their school website. So all of us were struggling to find templates and all such resources that would help us. And that's exactly when I found out what open source projects were, people would contribute to their project and make it better. Right. And um, did you did you have any personal mentor or uh, how was it? How, how did you go about learning it? Well, at initial stages, well, I do not have any mentor, but I suppose from my teachers as well as my parents. And mainly I, I did internet, Google and all such resources that I could find online. So that's pretty much how I learned all about programming and web development. I'm pretty much a self-learned web developer. Oh, that is great to know. And um, uh, when did you actually start at, uh, um, understanding that you have to build a portfolio, like how you have currently? Was it from the start you were focusing on the portfolio or initially it was just, you know, normal random programming? At first, it was random programming, uh, small tutorials and silly games, you know, web games and all. But later then, I realized that there is a scope for building up a portfolio that would eventually help in your career goals. So... Uh, when I was around at 10th standard, I really get into this building up a portfolio that would help me in the long run. So, yeah, it was half about uh, doing crazy things and half serious stuff. Okay, uh, that is uh, that is good to know. When you are in um, your university college, um, how do you think that has impacted in your uh, this uh, open source or coding career? Do you think it added value to it or do you think uh, this uh, four years of, uh, I don't know, I, I assume that you did four years. So the, the college yeah. education um, was, you know, not not a great addition. So what do you think about okay. this thing? Okay. Well, I graduated Bachelor in Computer Science Engineering six months back. Mm-hmm. And at my college, we, along with some of my friends, developed our college faculty feedback system. And it too was open source. So... That was the one of the best projects that I have worked on. It always had been such a great mentorship from my college 
faculties and you know all those networks that we built up on those college time those those great at most added lot of value to my career as well as my open source journey oh nice and um, um starting with your open source um, uh, career what you, what what was the first project that took off for you so i i know about postman but i i think you have a lot of open source projects so what was the first one that took off well i don't really quite remember the first one but if i recall correctly it would be my website you know okay i did a website for myself it was kind of like a portfolio but at first i had any projects but my website was my first project in open source nice and you had all the technologies or programming languages that was required to build such a website or you wanted to build a website and then you started learning those languages how did this process go i landed by growing you know i wanted to build a website so i started with basic html mm-hmm. and gradually i learned all such frameworks and languages that would help me to build a better site so oh. that was the journey nice and uh, what is your like favorite uh, stack that you would like to use um, languages are. well now uh, as of now i am a full stack developer but i do focus on front end development so my favorite stack would be main stack so that would be mongodb react and also i am into view right now that's my favorite stack right now nice coming to postman the name itself says that uh, it is an alternative open source alternative for postman and you know that postman is actually a very big company so how did you even thought that you can make a project um that is like an alternate for such a big company yeah sure actually after my graduation i joined in a startup company in my locality so that's actually when i first discovered about apa testing tools but honestly i had a laptop which was around 8 years old and uh, the postman app the postman app building from crash my system so i couldn't run any apa testing tools and that's why i discovered this ஒன்லை think about uh, should i build what should i build or uh, do i have all uh, well actually not uh, the first was correct i first of all i came upon postman i what what are these features they offer and at itself uh, after crashing my pc i started working on a web app starting with basic utilities and you know just postgres and all so at that night itself i had an mvp which is which i can use at my company so okay. a lot of people actually start open source project and most of these projects are not visible or not seen by anyone at all so it's it resides on their github and no one uses it and it never takes off but for you postwoman was like probably you started with zero star on github but now you have around yeah, 19000 uh it's just true that there is no way an open source project would get an initial uh, applause I intentionally promoted my uh, project in social sites such as Reddit and Twitter. So that was a initial boost for my project. But later then I realized that developer or developer community, you know, 
they support a project that make use for them. So eventually, that was my answer that there was a space for an online tool, and postwoman could do that. So that must be the reason why the development community uh, took it, and uh, everybody loved it. So yeah. that's it. Okay. Uh... I I I remember I think I saw a Dev2 article uh, that you had uh, written about Postman, and um, mm-hmm. so again coming back to open source projects, a lot of times open source projects get criticism also. A lot of people do not like the way you have designed an API or some functionality. Did you get any hate initially, or like everyone was like, "This is awesome, this is beautiful"? Yeah, first of all, uh, when I you know the early times, I did get lot of hate speech and comparison with Postman. you know or uh, some similarities in the name and functionalities but yeah even though there will be some initial uh difficulties bringing up your project uh, i think eventually they will realize the value from of your project and cope up with you i did have some difficulties maintaining the project at the initial time but now i think most of them have discovered the potential in their project and they are coping with as well Okay. And um, how did you handle it when when you got a negative feedback or you know someone on Twitter or Reddit saying that oh, what is this? This is like a postman duplicate or something like that. Yeah. First of all, I asked with my peers. You know, we had from around the world, so I talked with them. We discussed if there are any legal issues around naming such a such a similar name for the open source alternative. And uh, yeah, actually, my friends. Gave me the confidence that we should uh, proceed with this name, and there won't be any other legal or any other problems ahead of us. So my friends gave me the confidence to work on this. So Postman is a for-profit company. They make they are like they are here to make money, right? So why did you mm-hmm. make Postman open source? Why not make it a company and then make money? Ah uh, well, at first of all, I did not have any uh, plans to stick a business model with the. Postman, postman alternative, which is postman. Mm-hmm. But later, then I realized there is a potential for, you know, making a SaaS out of it, a service-based application out of it. And we do have a couple of features which are currently in working progress, and which may comes with a paid or a pro level subscription. So the plans for a paid plans is not at all given up, but we do have discussions going around it. So we are waiting for a new direction that we could come up with a postman app. You said we we were in discussion. So when you say we, is it just you or uh, you have like a group of uh, core contributors who is also part of this uh, postman? Well, yeah, actually it's uh, it's a group of people, uh, developers, my friends, and along with some angel investors who are ready to invest in postman to take it to the next level. You know, we had some angel investors approaching us. Discussing about some business plans that would stick to the core postman application. Okay, oh, that is nice to know. So mm-hmm. I always uh, like open source projects that can also make money because they can sustain for a longer yeah. period than shutting it down. When you said uh, you had uh, initially, you know, um, publicized uh, postman through Reddit and other social platforms, do you have any learnings from that to someone who is trying to popularize their open source project? Can you? See Get some tips for it. Yeah, sure. When you start on a project, uh, the main thing that you have to is consistency. Don't give up if you don't get the initial traction. You know, 
for an organic growth it takes time it may be one week or one month or maybe six months but work on the project and if you are confident if you are that much confident in it and give it some time eventually it will stand up you will get where you want to be okay, so it's uh, being consistent and not giving up yeah that's it okay and and why is this name post woman so do you have any back story behind it uh well as i said it came from a single night you know it was a uh it was a three hour pro- project so i was thinking up for a better name but it just came to my mind i should name this post woman i just named it that wait that's it okay just talking is super random okay okay nice uh i think taking a slight deviation from uh, open source in your full time job is uh, uh from this company by new coffee it's um mm-hmm. yt funded company i think so yeah. how so how was your experience in working for a yt funded company and then do you have some learnings from that uh, that you try to apply when it's coming to you know popularizing uh, post woman or commercializing it yeah being working in a startup even though it's funded by yc think that you can learn by working in a startup you know there will be lot of stuffs that you have to involve whether it's programming or marketing or growth strategies you could learn a bit from every field i mean every field a company would put hands into so that's one thing that i personally learned by myself uh and yeah in buy me coffee i personally felt there is a space for everyone everyone can have flexible hours they can switch projects and uh, our founders they help us to you know build your own career grow as the company move forward and we do have a vision that we all follow by our heart so that's pretty much the takeaway from my company by me coffee that is that is good let's say uh, there is a, a programmer who wants to get started today like a, a college student or a high school student uh, somewhere in a village in uh, india and uh, all they have is only internet so what is your advice how they can you know become someone like you yeah my first advice or yeah my tip would be you know build a portfolio but don't get copy from your peers or uh online tutorials or something like that use that and mix up that and to create something that is unique for yourself and one more thing is yeah you should start making an audience around your space find a space find a niche in your industry whether it's web development or or debugging testing whatever the field is find a particular space where you are confident to perform well and build an audience around it you can use social networks or simply a, a newsletter whatever you can or writing a blog whatever you can build an audience and also connections that would definitely help in the long run that's uh, that's one advice that i would like to you to be new members okay and uh, when it comes to programming language learning so w- what is your um, suggestion sir do, do you expect someone to go to a course um like a physical mm-hmm. boot camp and then learn it or online course or just leave out everything and then start with projects and directly start learning language uh well it totally depends upon the uh, the guy who's trained some for the for some uh, a tutorial or a video even a youtube video can do wonders but my suggestion is even though you are watching a youtube tutorial or a uh, demo or a tutorial something like that you have to build 
प्रोजेक्ट विच यूज दर्टिकुलर स्टैक पैरली अलॉन्ग लर्निंग एंड अल्टीमेटली और इवेंचुअली यू विल लर्न हाउ टू हैंडल एयर्स विच इज नॉट विच मे नॉट बी कवर्ड इन दूटोरियल एंड विच यू कैन एक्सपेक्ट इन द रियल लाइफ सिचुएशन तो विल द प्रोजेक्ट विच यूज दैक अपार्ट फ्रॉम दूटोरियल इश्यू आर कवरिंग एंड ऑल्सो रीड द डॉक्स यू नो मोस्ट ऑफ द प्रोजेक्ट हैव गुड डॉक्यूमेंटेशन आवाडेज सो रीडिंग द डॉक्स वुड हेल्प अस हेल्प यू अलॉट दैट्स इट ओके नाइस अपडेट so i think that is a good segue to now talk about your upcoming book would you like to tell us about what is it and started writing the book around one month ago uh, the reason the motive behind the book is you know even though being a developer i find the one stream that i lack is business or should i say marketing strategies so i found if you want to learn something you better learn by teaching someone so my book is 100% experimental that is targeted to beginners as well as uh developers who are currently working on a side project my uh, book talk about making a side project into a profitable business while writing this book i read lot of books that talk about this similar topics so i will be sharing my experiences for the past 6 years along with self that i have learned from reading other books okay and so for the audience the book's name is decoding the passion project and there are two dollars yeah. in it two dollar signs so mm-hmm. wh- why are you self publishing why is it on gumroad why not a publisher publisher can like probably get you more marketing and all those things so, so what is the thought process behind putting it on gumroad directly while well, selling a digital downloadable edition of the book is pretty much the easiest way you can get into the get the book into the audience you know if there is a long uh, lengthy process behind it it would be much difficult for a uh, average show to get hold on to that book and if you are putting into gumroad especially in gumroad you can just buy the book and read it uh, it would it's much more simpler going with a digital edition rather than going with a publisher kind of thing okay and uh now that uh, you are in the process of writing book or uh, i'm sorry so have you finished it or uh, you're in the process i haven't finished it it's uh, currently in the process of writing okay so are there any or uh, tips that you would like to share it with someone who wants to start writing book about their area of technology or something that they know uh well yeah uh start early you know always keep a journal or a side note uh wrote down tips tips or anything that you learn from others you know that would eventually help you to write a book i had this uh habit of taking notes whenever i uh get to learn something new so it definitely helped me while writing this book that's one thing that I'd like to share oh, that's a great tip and and uh, when is your book coming out the release date is july 12th but there may be you know different situations going around us and all mm-hmm. i might postpone to one, one extra month at most two months as it and who are you trying to target as target audience i think you already mentioned that uh, those who have a open source project and want to turn it to a profitable project that so is there any other target audience that you have in mind for this particular book uh my main target my main focus would be developers who do have a current project 
which they have confidence in making to a sustainable business but i will be also sharing some tips that would help even the newbies new developers new coming people to uh, how to make projects that would eventually can be scaled into a sustainable business so new beginners as well for those who have uh, little or medium level kind of experience in working with projects if you see a country like india especially um, in a lot of developing uh, places uh, so you would see college students highly distracted they would waste their time on social media i'm not saying everyone is like that but we come across a mm-hmm. lot of uh, students like that so how is it that you manage to you know be very uh, focused on uh, one project after another project now and uh, on post women is now taking off like very well so you have other plans like writing a book so how is it that you manage to keep focused highly productive and uh, do you have any tips around that yeah actually i do have a uh, story behind it well after plus two you know higher secondary education i had this one year break from education uh, because i had some financial issues in my uh, family so i made sure that i used that one year building myself learning new things new stuff and uh, developing my career so that one year changed my whole life uh, just because i couldn't go to college recent it actually is very personal reason but being productive in this kind of situations especially in a country like india it's pretty much tough but you just have to believe in yourself and take ownership in what you do so that's it. that's how i did now your project is recognized throughout the world so i think that one year yeah, i think that you would not regret at all yeah so the way that uh, you have you know built up open source uh, and uh, now a book it resembles like a lot of um, india hacker journey if you actually see a uh, um, lot of people have done this kind of um, thing uh, but m- you wouldn't see uh, many people like this from india so do you actually have uh, any inspiration or do you follow someone um, who you have seen and then you are trying to mirror it and learn from them do you have anyone like that or it is all um, just uh, out of your thoughts well i would say there is a 50% chance that a uh, lot of my situation my environment my parents my friends colleagues uh, motivated me to or either contribute to what i have today but the other 50 is solely from me you know taking the effort to uh, build stuff or learning something uh, instead of shaping so i have spent a lot of nights learning writing doing research and all so it's a 50 chance that you put your part and the other 50 comes from your environment whether it's your colleague or classmates or teachers motivators whatever that takes us to the end of the podcast uh, so do you have any you know general um, message or comments or tips to our audience who is like basically um, programmers who are uh, passionate about open source projects well being a developer you know it's it's kind of tough to maintain your work life balance so i just want everybody to find a peace find a uh, find a find your own space and grow eventually a boost will be better but it will grow eventually it will last longer so that's something that i have learned through my experience do maintain a life work balance live happily that's it nice that's a great advice uh, thank you so much lies for doing this uh, episode for us so audience can find you on twitter l i y a s t h o m a s and i think you are also a presence on linkedin and i hope your book is a success take you to new places thank you i just thank you for my invitation to talking to you